0: welcome everyone you are tuning into the rise station podcast and i'm your host pranella harris licensed mental health provider here i discuss mental health and wellness tips if that's your thing you are in the right place welcome if this is your first time tuning in do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so that you get an alert every monday at 7 a.m eastern standard time when i upload a new episode Please do me a favor and share this podcast out to as many friends and family as you can find. We love to grow our community and get mental health content out to as many people as we can. If you'd like to support our efforts in making mental health more accessible, please visit our Patreon page and become an official member of the Rise Tribe community. You will receive special discounts on merch, monthly q a's our monthly newsletter and special journal prompts and accompaniments to our podcast episodes this will help you on your healing journey well today i want to discuss the popular adage that time heals all wounds i want to dig into that take that apart but before i do let's hear a word from our sponsors This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilieservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. We've all heard the saying, time heals all wounds. But does it? It's a common belief that just the mere passing of time that our wounds of emotional pain and hurt will eventually fade away. However, the truth is a bit more complicated than that. Time heals all wounds is better understood by considering that it takes time and effort to heal. Not all wounds are created equally. Even our physical wounds require different treatment approaches based on what the wound is. So if you scrape your leg, it's going to require a different treatment approach than if you have a concussion, right? So when it comes to emotional pain, it's going to require a different remedy because it is hella uncomfortable. When we're experiencing any type of emotional upheaval, emotional pain. All right. We typically want this pain to go away so quickly that we try to rush that process. Right. So we try to move on. So if we got our heart broken, we try to move on to the next person as quickly as possible. And we find that after failed relationship, after failed relationship, time is passing, but we never learned the lesson. Because we were so busy trying to distract ourselves or trying to avoid that emotional pain of sitting with the wound and healing it from the inside out that we started to mask that. And it didn't really heal anything. We're still at the same place we were when the event originally happened. I used to work at a drug and alcohol facility years ago. And I recall this one individual who had an addiction to heroin and finally got clean and was working on attending meetings regularly. And they were sober for about six months. This individual, he was frustrated because his family, his loved ones and his wife were still so very suspicious of him. They were untrusting of him. They were uneasy when he would get angry, not sure if he was telling the truth when he was. And they would, you know, verify his story, ask more questions. And he just couldn't understand why they could not see that he had changed. Well, in our time together, I helped him understand that although he was doing the work, time was needed for trust to be rebuilt. There were many different attempts leading up to this point at him getting sober, and he would relapse and go back and forth. And so they're not sure is this the time that is going to be sustainable. And so those emotional wounds of his loved ones still needed to be healed with time, and on his part, showing them with consistency of his efforts. You know, we're so caught up in trying to get out of the discomfort. We're like, just hurry up and move on. Just hurry up and go. Get over it. Just, you know, I know I've done that in the past, but I'm new now. I'm different. But again, it takes time and effort and consistency, right? As a mental health therapist, I see this play out in so many different ways, right? There are familial and generational patterns of lack of forgiveness, emotional abuse, self-abandonment that spans across time, across generations, right? So if time was the only thing needed to heal wounds, why are generations of people paying for mistakes of their ancestors, of their mother's mother's mother, right? I'll give you an example. I met this Woman whose mother struggled with self love. Mother just really didn't have a good sense of love for herself, and she wasn't able to provide the love and nurturing for the client who was coming in to see me, you know, my client suffered verbal and emotional abuse at the hands of her mother. And so she learned to have thicker skin and toughen up, right? Because she wasn't going to receive the warm and fuzzy hugs, She wasn't going to get the compliments. If anything, she was getting criticized and shamed. And some really terrible things were said to her to lower her self-confidence, right? She learned one, not to be vulnerable. My client did. She was able to still get through life, You know, accomplished great things, earned a lot of money, but she never learned how to love. Right. So when she had a child two years after being kicked out of her home as a teenager, she was unable to provide this child with love because she never saw that. That wasn't role modeled. So my client who is now in her 40s is trying to repair a relationship with her daughter who is now in her 20s, which began with an original mother wound from 40 years ago and that's not even counting the wound that her mother had endured probably from her ancestors and so on so you see it's not just about letting time pass but we actually have to sit with ourselves and do the work all right because hurt people hurt people we are all at very different stages of our healing so we might not even be aware of the pain and hurt that is sitting within us but we're attracting hurt people and we get involved in these hurt relationships and these toxic relationships and it just keeps going on and on it's like a cycle that we just can't get out of so today I'm hoping that we could at least shed some light on the situation so that we can bring awareness to it and start healing from it starting today the clock can start today All right. So what does unhealed wounds look like? I'm going to give you some examples of unhealed wounds and what it looks like when you see them. All right. So if you have an abandonment wound, it might look like you've given too much or being overly eager to please. It might look like jealousy in relationships, whether that be friendships, whether that be, you know, maybe you're jealous of your daughter's relationship with her father or your children's relationship with their mother or your mother's relationship with your other siblings, but jealousy, it might look like trouble trusting your partner's intention. I know you said that you love me, but are you cheating on me? Are you faithful? Do you really love me? It might look like feeling insecure about your relationship, having difficulty and in feeling intimate emotionally, needing to be in control or needing another person to control. You're not sure of your own ability to make decisions, right? So those are what abandonment wounds might look like. Common signs of rejection wounds look like avoidance, whether you're avoiding commitment Whether you're avoiding a task, maybe you just don't put your name in the hat for that promotion because you don't want to be rejected. So you don't go out for it. It also looks like people pleasing. So if I keep everyone happy, the chances of them rejecting me is slim. Trust issues, not really trusting that people will not reject you. Not feeling good enough is another indication that there's a trust wound. Another wound is a guilt wound, and that looks like being sensitive to the effects of every situation, being overwhelmed, possibly making the wrong decisions, a low self-esteem, putting others before yourself, avoiding your full range of emotions. What does it look like when you have a trust wound? Well, a trust wound is avoiding commitment, assuming people are doing things to hurt you, Isolating yourself from others, being overly secretive about yourself, picking fights, feeling overprotective, a reluctance to open up, inability to process past hurts. And the last thing I want to go over is a neglect wound, what that looks like. A neglect wound looks like feeling lonely even when you're surrounded by people, it looks like failing to prioritize your own needs, looks like feeling empty inside and having a low self-esteem looks like aiming toward perfectionism having low expectations from others people are just going to let me down so why even bother attempting to numb or ignore your own feelings and otherwise neglecting yourself and so as you look at all of these different wounds they have a lot in common a lot in common where we are self abandoning ourselves, where we're putting other people ahead of ourselves, where we're feeling inadequate. Right. And so I often preach about self-love and that is the fix to all those types of wounds. It's self-love. And that seems very simple when I say, oh, just love yourself, but it's difficult to love yourself and love yourself unconditionally when there have been generations of generations of strongholds of people telling you to reject yourself or that you're not important and all those things. So it's really difficult to break away from that internal mindset and that belief system. So loving yourself isn't as easy as it sounds, but that is the fix to all of these emotional wounds is rather than looking for the love that you desire never got outside of yourself, start pouring in that love you would otherwise give to other people back into yourself stay home with it come back home to yourself start loving yourself the way other people should have loved and if we don't know how to do that we have to learn how to do that and there's a way to do that and I'm going to get into just how we can do that so if you're struggling with how can I love myself unconditionally where do I start take notes this is exactly where I want you to start Number one is find joy. Music is a great place to find joy. You know, create a self-love playlist. Put songs on there that are uplifting, motivational, something that is going to lift your spirit. Every time you listen to this self-love playlist, you feel good about yourself. You feel inspired, encouraged, and motivated. All right, try to start with five songs and then keep building. Once you hear a song that you like, add that to your playlist all right and listen to this playlist at least once daily number 2 increase your knowledge you know when you know better you do better so start reading articles books audiobooks inspirational stories start following people on social media that are promoting self love encouragement inspiration All right, so teach yourself. If there is a knowledge gap about how to love yourself, start reading. What are some common things you can do to love yourself? Gather up some workbooks. Those are all great starts. Number three, take care of your mental. That means get a therapist or life coach. Start building a team around you so that there is someone who can hold you accountable about making sure that you are Monitoring your mental well-being that you are setting goals for yourself that you're achieving them. So really make mental health a priority. Number four is write, journal your thoughts through this journey, right, write down your emotions, what happened in your day how you felt about it, because essentially what you're doing is you're getting to know yourself and how you think about situations. And a few months down the road, as you continue on this journey, you can start to see the progression from how you would respond and react to a certain situation and where you are today. All right. Number five is take care of your body, exercise, walk, dance, lift weights and so much more eat healthy go for your annual checks sleep when you're tired but really start taking care of your body all right When you take care of your body, your body's going to take care of you. As you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins. As you're walking, as you're moving around, as you're eating healthy, you're actually uh, making sure that your glycemic level stays steady so that you're not susceptible to mood crashes, up and down moods. And your body's going to thank you for it because it's going to run way more efficiently. You're going to have way more energy. So definitely take care of your body. Number six is tap into your spirituality. Learn more about your higher power or reconnect with your higher power. All right. Set up time to do devotionals, pray, meditate, quiet your mind so that you can center and get connected with your own spirituality, whatever that is. Number seven is walk the walk. So this is the point where you have to take action to live authentically in alignment with all of the work you're doing on yourself. So anything that is supporting your healing journey, you want to continue to do and you want to add to that. But you also want to let go of anything that is not in alignment with your new healing journey. Okay. number eight, and this is my last tip, is check in with yourself regularly. How am I feeling today? What do I need more of? Do I have any unmet needs? How can I meet my unmet needs and make a plan and take action to do so? All right. So in conclusion, time is needed to heal all things, but we have to be actively and intentionally working. If we are not doing the work on ourselves, the wound is just Passed down and shared to everyone who comes in contact with us. Not to mention, we just sit in misery and we just continue to endure a life that is not fulfilling to us. If we want a fulfilling life, the time is now. We can start today, one day at a time, one foot in front of the other. We can start moving and making strides to the life we want to live. Okay, Rise Tribe. Well, that's all I have for today. Enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to uplevel your life with them.